Hello and welcome to Meiwei's Chinese Medicine Matters podcast, where we share traditional Chinese medicine news, research, and topics relevant to TCM practitioners and students. I'm Lauren Kaufel, and in this episode, Laura Stropes discusses sitting the month, a postpartum resting period of 30 days. Laura Stropes is a licensed practitioner of acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine with a great love of Chinese herbology. She has been in practice since 1998 and has a passion for helping people on their path to achieve balance and wellness. She is a fellow of the Acupuncture and TCM Board of Reproductive Medicine, the ABORM, and specializes in women's health in helping women, men, and couples optimize fertility and supporting healthy pregnancies. She also has a strong focus on treating problems that negatively impact everyday health and well-being, sleep, digestion, stress level, pain. Laura worked at Mayway from 1999 until 2019 as an herbal consultant and project manager. Laura's projects included the initial Mayway website in 2004 and website redesign in 2012. The Herb ID Kit recreated in 2009, and she co-authored the book A Practitioner's Formula Guide, Plumflower and Minshaun Formulas, Wrinkle, Stropes, and Pots, published in 2008. She also worked on product research and development, writing articles and consulting services for other acupuncturists, chiropractors, veterinarians, and medical doctors in choosing suitable TCM herbal treatments for their patients. Laura can be reached at laura at laurastropes.com. You can find Laura's information linked in the episode description. Special postpartum herbal soups and stews are nutrient-dense, easily digested, and assimilated foods. They're used in traditional cultures around the world to help women with postpartum healing, to recover their energy stores, increase milk production, balance their hormones, and prepare for the full-time job of taking care of their newborn. In Chinese culture, the 30 days immediately after a new baby is born is known as sitting the month, a postpartum resting time when mother and baby are nourished with warm healing foods to aid recovery and stay protected from any exposure to illness. Postpartum women were traditionally encouraged not only to stay home indoors the whole month, but literally to spend the entire month in bed. Although this may seem extreme by modern standards, tens of millions of women in China today still choose to spend the month at home, and many of these even spend it in bed. This allows mothers to recuperate from their birth and avoid overexertion by not dealing with any household concerns or tending to visitors. The mother is simply supposed to rest, eat well, and enjoy her new baby. The tradition of a postpartum resting period or confinement dates back to more than 2,000 years ago to the Western Han Dynasty. Deemed a necessary postpartum ritual, it was believed that a month's confinement was essential to the mother's ability to stay healthy and ease into the physical and mental emotional demands of this new period of their lives. The main rules concerned keeping the mother and baby relaxed, secluded, and protected from the outside world. Besides staying at home and in bed, the new mother is supposed to stay warm, especially keeping the ankles, wrists, and necks covered, avoid eating cold foods or drinking cold liquids, and avoid drafts, all of which prevented wind from entering the body to cause illness. 
In ancient times, she was prohibited from touching water and could only drink soup or wine. Then there are rules to prevent her from exerting herself, to prevent injuries or prolapse of the internal organs. These include no lifting, including carrying or bathing the baby, or going up or downstairs. She's also supposed to limit time sewing or reading books to protect the eyes and avoid crying to conserve body fluids. Having sex is prohibited both to avoid exertion and because the uterus is too open to damage by wind, cold, and other outside influences. In the modern world, many changes have been made to the postpartum month rituals, either to make the rules more bearable or as concessions to modern life. So these days, women can enjoy the resting period without an excessive loss of freedom. For example, ritual dictums such as not bathing or washing the hair for 30 days to avoid wind entering the body are not as necessary now that we have indoor heating, a plentiful supply of hot water for baths or showers, and hair dryers. Although not all modern women stay in the house the entire month or completely avoid touching water, most still follow the advice to bundle up and wear a hat, scarf, and gloves when going out, drink warm water, and wear protective gloves when washing dishes. According to traditional Chinese medicine, the postpartum period is defined as the first four months after childbirth, which includes the first month, called small full moon, following most of the same ideas as the traditional sitting month, and the last three months, called big full moon, during which time the mother transitions back to normal life with her newborn. Pregnancy drains the mother's jing essence in the creation of a baby, and then childbirth strains the qi and depletes the blood in yin, and finally, breastfeeding further depletes the mother's blood in the creation of milk, and the chi needed to transform it. Therefore, after giving birth, the mother has some degree of, and possibly significant, blood, yin and body fluids, chi and jing essence deficiencies. Additionally, her pores and interstices are considered to be relatively open, and her tendons and ligaments loose. Therefore, Chinese medicine agrees that women should avoid overexertion in the postpartum period to conserve qi and blood, both for their recuperation and to ensure adequate breast milk as well as to prevent muscle tendon injuries and uterine or other organ prolapse. Although the traditional postpartum rule of staying home and in bed would prevent these issues, many modern practitioners feel that staying in bed the whole time could lead to further muscular weakness and slow uterine recovery, and therefore advise moderate activity after the first day or two. Modification to the rules of avoiding overexertion still advise women to avoid any heavy work, including lifting heavy groceries, mopping the floor, excessive working out, etc. As far back as the Huangdi Neijing, Chinese medicine has regarded each menstrual cycle, then pregnancy and the postpartum period, and finally menopause, as three moments of opportunity in a woman's life to strongly influence her Jing essence, and therefore the entire quality and even the length of her life. These are the times when she can either preserve, increase, or deplete her jing essence, and therefore significantly improve or damage her long-term health. The recent trends towards women saving their placenta to make soup or prepared capsules stems from ancient observations of mammals eating the placenta of their young after childbirth and is echoed in Chinese medicine's use of zhe human placenta, in China made out of pig, cow, or sheep placenta, first mentioned in the Bensao Shi Yi, omissions from the classic of the Materia Medica in 741 AD. In modern times, it is often used to boost postpartum recovery of qi, blood, and jing essence, and promote lactation. However, although insufficient lactation is a classical indication, 
Postpartum recovery was not a traditional Chinese medical use for the very strong tonic, zihecha, and there is some debate as to whether it is appropriate for every new mother. Famous Chinese medicine gynecologist Fu Qingju wrote that Zhu Danxi, founder of the School of Enriching Yin, advocated for strongly supplementing qi and blood during the postpartum month and treating other conditions only secondarily, which Fu Qingju proclaimed as the guiding principle that should underlie the treatment of all postpartum disorders. According to him, all TCM diagnoses for postpartum women should take this notion into account as a vital part of that woman's terrain, even in cases of cheer blood stagnation, heat, damp heat, etc. The TCM view of postpartum illness. The most feared agents of postpartum illness are wind, known to bring in the 100 illnesses, and cold, which can easily damage the body. In the short term, wind and cold can enter through the mother's open pores and invade the relatively empty channels potentially causing a severe cold or flu when the mother's defenses are weak. Not only can wind and cold cause illness or delay postpartum healing, but cause future and possibly chronic health issues by lodging in the body, such as lodging in the head or joints, leading to arthritis, chronic headaches, or eye disorders. The empty womb after birth is seen as particularly vulnerable to being harmed by cold. Fu Qingju warns about how vulnerable women are to invasion by wind and cold in the uterus during their menses, which is equally valid after childbirth. The liver, which stores blood, belongs to wood. It hates wind and cold most of all. In the course of menstruation, women's kuli, or interstices, are wide open. When this is invaded by wind and cold, liver chi stagnates, and the passages of the menses become obstructed. If cold lodges in the uterus, it can cause blood clots, menstrual problems, or even future infertility. Therefore, Chinese medicine would advise modern women who choose to bathe or wash their hair to take a very warm, but not so hot that they sweat, bath with slices of ginger in the water to warm it to prevent wind invasion, and to completely dry their hair before leaving the bathroom. Wet hair against the back of the neck is seen as a perfect invitation to wind and cold and to cause headaches later in life. Thus, the Chinese medical viewpoint aligns with the traditional cultural view that the postpartum resting period should emphasize a warm, protected environment and warm, nourishing foods. The mother's diet is considered to be one of the most important aspects to speed healing and recovery during this month of rest. Even Chinese women who do not follow many of the other postpartum traditions tend to follow these. Foods highlight herbal soups, bone broths, and congees with pork, chicken, eggs, organ meats and fish. Some of the advice is contradictory, however. For example, while many believe that chicken and tonic herb soup is vital during the whole month, others say that chicken meat should be avoided initially due to the hot-natured chicken's potential to bring in wind, think of a chicken's jerky head movements, and should only be given once the first two weeks of the postpartum month is over. The first week of the postpartum month emphasizes herbal soups and food to both strengthen the blood and invigorate the blood in order to completely shed old blood from the uterus, the lochia, and gentle detoxification to cleanse the uterus of fetal toxins developed during pregnancy. The second week uses bone soups and herbs to tonify the blood and strongly tonify qi to tonify blood to heal the perineum and lift the organs back into their proper places and herbs to strengthen the kidney and lower back. The third and fourth weeks focus on tonifying blood and yin building a strong milk supply, 
and recipes using vinegar and other astringent herbs to help stop the leakage of fluids, night sweats, any continuing spotting, etc. Although in Chinese medicine the ideal diet should vary based upon an individual's TCM diagnosis, most postpartum soups focus on warming the body, tonifying the qi and blood lost during the delivery, and to encourage healthy lactation. For some women with heat in the blood or damp heat, for instance, the diet should be adjusted to balance out the excessively warming and tonic soups with gentle heat or damp heat clearing herbs and vegetables and reducing or eliminating the use of ginger and wine. An ideal recipe for the second week after birth when there's a focus on gently building qi and blood, nourishing qing essence, strengthening the spleen, and restoring and holding the organs in their proper place is our tonic pork, shan yao, and longyan rou soup recipe. Cooking the broth with bone-in pork also increases the ability to deeply nourish the body by supplementing the jing essence and marrow. Although fruits and vegetables are traditionally considered to be too cold or cooling or clearing for the postpartum period, most modern practitioners feel that tonifying root vegetables, such as yams and beets, can be eaten right away. Nutrient-dense root vegetables, such as turnips, parsnips, and sweet potatoes in this recipe, absorb lots of vital vitamins and minerals from the soil as they grow, are high in antioxidants, and contain lots of fiber. These root vegetables also increase digestion. They benefit the stomach and spleen and increase the ability to digest food and absorb nutrients. Shanyao is a gentle, nourishing digestive tonic. It tonifies the spleen, lung, and kidney, both qi and yin, without being heavy or cloying. It also stabilizes and binds the jing essence due to its mild astringent quality and can gently build up postnatal jing essence over time. Longyan Rho nourishes the blood, tonifies qi, and calms the shen, benefiting both heart and spleen, promoting good sleep and higher energy levels. Dong Shen and Huang Qi combine to strongly tonify the spleen and lung qi, and directly by Huang Qi or indirectly Dong Shen to tonify the blood. Dong Shen indirectly benefits the supply of body fluids to balance the Huang Qi, which is slightly drying. And Huang Qi also strengthens the Wei Qi and stabilizes the exterior to prevent wind invasion. Huang Qi raises the Yang Qi to pull the organs back up to their proper place after birth and prevent Qi deficient prolapse, aided by Dong Shen. Gochitsa is a strong but well balanced tonic. It tonifies liver blood, benefits the Jing essence, and brightens the eyes nurses lung and kidney yin, and mildly tonifies kidney yang. Sheng jiang warms the middle jiao and strengthens digestion, transforms phlegm, and resolves toxicity. Thank you for tuning into this episode on Sitting the Month with Laura Stropes. You can read the written article, which is linked in the episode description. And please subscribe to the show. It's a great way to show your support and to hear when our next episode comes out. In our upcoming episode, Dana Yates will be discussing the formula Udaiwan tea pills for damp heat in the uterus causing fluid leakage. Until then, take good care of yourself and your patients. Chinese medicine matters, and so do you. Hi everyone, Lauren here again, wishing you a happy and healthy May. As many of you know, Chinese Medicine Matters is the podcast of Mayway Herbs, a TCM online store and dispensary where practitioners can ship directly to their patients. This month on Chinese Medicine Matters, we're focusing on women's health, 
will explore a wide array of topics related to women's health at different stages of life. So stay tuned for informative episodes you won't want to miss. And we're excited to offer a special discount on our Women's Health Formulas category the entire month of May. Practitioners use code WOMEN24 at checkout on mayway.com to receive a 15% discount. And remember to sign up for the Mayway Herbs newsletter for exclusive content and ongoing promotions. The episode description includes a link to sign up. And thanks again for tuning in and supporting Real Chinese Medicine.